0: see John Coker at Heat Razor Sports Fantasy Firebox episode 16 and I think it's 16 uh, I, I, I forget you know we just started it a few months ago and I got a lot to talk about tonight we're going to recap week 10 talk a little uh, I keep saying San Diego but it's the LA backfield what's going on out there uh, talk about uh, Antonio Gibson DeAndre Swift two guys who have come up and uh, kind of solidified themselves as a number one back uh, but again all in all little Fancy roulette to, uh, you know, we have some images for everybody. Uh, we didn't keep score last week. We'll start keeping score this week. But, John, let me just ask you right off the bat. We always start like this. But what your biggest disappointment in week 10 for you when we're talking fantasy football, whether it be traditional DFS, whatever it is, who was your biggest appointment in week Week 10?
1: Well, I mean, first, let me start at the big picture. This time of year, uh, the, the duds are the wind games. All right. My yes. my big shootout of Houston Cleveland <laughs> turned <laughs> t- turned into a major under. So like I said, the win games, those aren't uh those aren't good for fantasy purposes. Um, that game in general with the Browns and Texans, um, and my player, my starting quarterback, Deshaun Watson, um, 163 yards, a touchdown, only ran for thirty six barely salvaged today day with that late touchdown or at least later in the game touchdown. So that was my biggest disappointment. But on the flip side, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who I both started in the same league, they came through for me.
0: That's good. That's good. And, and, and again, what's up, Al? Check it in. As always, I know Al's, Al's Al's all ready for that NBA draft. I know he is. Uh, so he's he's getting his little fantasy fix in before he gets ready for that NBA draft. Uh, but yeah, listen, wind, weather, it's, it's the biggest issue. All the time, especially this time of year. And right now, I mean, you're you're looking at waiver wires, you know, and we're going to get to a little waiver wire work. But there's really, listen, unless you're going to break the bank for killing Balazs, you're going to get a little bit, you know, Salvin Ahmed, right? You know, these are the guy, Jameis Winston. But these are good questions. Let's just start with Jameis Winston because let's start, you see Drew Brees. Uh, You know, he goes off. He's got the the cracked ribs and punctured lung. Obviously, we listen, can we be sure it's going to be Jameis Winston and not Taysom Hill? I You know, I kind of think it is. I know Sean Payton doesn't want to show his cards, but let's just, for the sake of this show, pretend it's going to be Jameis Winston. Now, in my opinion, Sean Payton, his ego is so big. He's saying to himself, there's no way. I'm not going to throw Jameis Winston out there, and he's not going to be a star. It's going to show. Listen, I I rectify Jameis Winston right, and he is going to a pretty high highly powerful team. So right now, John, if you're hurting, say you're hurting, you bad. This is a bad week for buys. A lot of bad buys this week. If you have a if you have a bad buy, injured quarterback, do you do you start Jameis Winston? Can you start Jameis Winston this week if he is a starter?
1: You can. I mean, it all comes down to it. this is this is where the either or comes into play. Yes. You know, what I mean, it all depends. Do you go Winston or Wentz? That's a you know, that's a question. Um, you could throw him out there. Look, it's against Atlanta. Number one, number two, we know that he could sling the rock, but he hasn't seen game action in, you know, almost a year. I mean, in all reality. And, you know, he he likes to take his chances. He'll throw some picks probably. But I mean, that was under a different offense than what they do in, uh, you know, in New Orleans. So, you know, how much dump, how many dump down plays to Kamara are going to be called? And how many is Winston actually going to throw? Because that wasn't part of the Tampa Bay game plan. You know what I mean? He, he was not checking down to the backs in Tampa Bay. He wasn't hitting running backs out of the backfield. So it's going to be a little bit of a different game for him. You could throw him out there if you have to. Um, You know, I don't really like him as a low-end one, but if you're stuck with buys or injuries, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You could do worse.
0: Yeah. No, and, and that's the biggest thing. You say right there, you could do worse. I mean. Well,
1: and, and I will say, like, even daily, 5,900. Fifty nine hundred is very tempting, but it's that's it's that boomer bus pick. I don't see Jameis Winston throwing for uh two fifty, two touchdowns in a pick. All right. He's either gonna really not do good or he's gonna probably put up three hundred, you know, with a couple touchdowns.
0: <laughs> exactly. He's definitely boomer bust. There's no there's no in between Jameis. You're right. And and again, you know, I, I want to see the betting odds on a LASIK, man. Did, did the LASIK work? I mean, you know what I mean. At the end of the day, this is all about the LASIK. You know, we, we, we you know, he got the laser surgery. He was blaming all the picks on the LASIK. So between the la- the LASIK and and uh, Sean Payton, uh, I don't know, man. May, you know, maybe maybe he's reinvented himself. Who knows? Um, but yeah, definitely definitely has a better cast of characters out there. Uh, you know, in New Orleans, and let, let let's talk about on. You know, I, I always say they're always going to be. The San Diego Chargers to me, but the L.A. Chargers and Anthony Lynn has thrown us all through a loop every single week out there, right? Uh, you know, and and we still have Eckler on his way back eventually. We don't know how healthy he will be, but Kalen Balada, we see Balaj last year in Miami, and he has decent size, he has decent you know mobility, he, he he's very athletic and he's strong, he's underratedly very strong. Uh, you know, so I, I'm looking at him going forward. He's got a couple good matchups. I mean, Johnny, can you trust this guy as you're, as, as you're saying, obviously not your running back one, but, you know, if, if you're running back two and you're hamstrung right now, again, it's a big bye week. Uh, But even with that being said, he got 73% of the touches last week. So, you know, it's showing that he is the guy. Do you trust him? Do you trust Anthony Lynn to make sure this is the guy getting the rock?
1: For this week, yes. You're <laughs> playing it. This is almost just like Jameis Winston, but without the downside. Um, you know, look, Belage was named the starter. All right. So that's that's unquestioned. But you got the Jets this week. Eckler, I have a feeling I'm I maybe week twelve, I'm hearing that he might be back. So this is a one one week rental. You know right. what I mean? You're not gonna have like I think when Eckler comes back, Eckler is the guy. Um, hopefully with this long of a layoff, he's kind of close to full health and not coming back at 90, 95%. I don't know. I mean, it's been long enough, but, um, yeah, this week. Yes. And I think I'm playing against him. Like one of the worst teams in the league has like Kalen Balazs. And I forget somebody else who just happens to have like the great matchup, like that guy that you don't, He's not your one, two, or even three running back, but it just so happens that it all works out like this week.
0: Uh, it's always the way, man. You know what I mean? That's always the way it's well, it, and, it's, it's always like that.
1: And I, I do like Bellagian, uh daily too at 5,600. I mean, to me. There's that look, number,
0: man. Yeah. Right. It's it, That five, that 55, 56, five, I mean, that's the number. Right there, I mean that's your magic number, uh, you know. And again, at last week in daily, and and we'll get to this. You know, I, I didn't get the my my biggest point disappointment was Gabrielle Davis. Now the reason why, and I and, and I had to go off again because people just don't understand with the way DFS works. They have no clue. I got people, you know, you know, shooting in my DM say, oh, why would you start Gabrielle Davis? You got a zero. Like yo, cuz, relax. He was thirty four hundred dollars on DraftKings. He was my my boomer bus guy because I spent all my money on studs. You don't understand how, how you have to, you know, get into a, a spot where you formulate your lineup. You know, so that was my, I, I had Dalvin Cook, right? I spent for Devontae Adams. I spent, I spent big money for these guys. So people don't understand. So for me, Gabrielle Davis, they give me a zero. Like, just give me a couple points. Like, he literally gave me a zero. Wow
1: right Uh, yeah you've been hit i you hit that well a little too many times yeah (laughs) i know
0: i know i know yeah i was i was riding on the isaiah mckenzie and wayne galvin picks you know what i mean
1: well yeah you roll real deep like i have a floor like your floor is much lower you're basically sitting at the craps table like you're gonna hit one out of three weeks you know what i mean
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. And it's like it's like playing Daryl Williams. I mean, even though he's a little more yeah. expensive. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like all you need is that one game where he busts out for 60 yards and a touchdown, and it's like you're you're making money.
0: Exactly. Uh Jenna check. In. She yeah, she's at it again. She 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 is on the Pittsburgh on a lose in that second playoff game, man. She is she's all over Coker, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I listen. I You know that would. Be I mean hard. that that's just hurtful.
1: Yeah. I mean we're so far away from that. That's just hurtful. <laughs> that's like that's like putting bad eyes on, on me. You know what I mean? That's just. I love it. I love. I, I it. Could even understand if it was this week against Jacksonville. I have something to say. Like I, I can't defend <laughs> round two of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? We don't even know where we're at. Well, you never know though. Um, you never know there were there were some you know there were some interesting storylines in week 10 and I you know, I don't want to spend all day on it but you know for lack of a better term you, you mentioned the Jaguars and and, and I, I gotta ask you something because every year there's that fantasy player that you know because of either where they play or where they were drafted, nobody really pays attention to, but they're actually having a pretty good year. And there's always the opposite where you have the guy, and we talked about him already in Lamar Jackson, like he's like a top 15 quarterback now, not a top two. And people don't even realize that because they don't look in between the stats are so fixated on last year. And the reason why I mentioned that is the guy in James Robinson, you know, in Jacksonville, John, Tell me, he is not the most underrated player in fantasy. What I mean by that is, like, the guy sniffs ten points every week without even without even scoring in the end zone. I, I mean, he is as automatic as you get, and nobody talks about him. You never see him as like the number one running back in a week or the number two running back. He's always lower. Nobody talks about him. Is he? Why is he so underrated? And why don't people talk about him enough? Yeah, I mean,
1: he's. He's Because he, he hasn't really had those explosive games. He's just slow and steady. Like, if, if you get a uh, bonus for 100-yard games, he hasn't done you very well, all right? And three there are game, there are a bunch of leagues out 100. there. Yeah, so it's – I mean, he's just sitting there slow and steady. He's getting the volume. He's catching, you know what I mean, average of probably three, four balls a game. So he just chugs along, you know, get, peck along – 20 30 yards receiving throw in four catches all right that's six points there and then you get your 70 or whatever yards rushing all right that's 13 points and then you get a touchdown here and there so yeah he's definitely been the most underrated i i have him i drafted him in two out of my four leagues so with you know it was right you know drafts were right when um what uh I forget? There was the one guy that got, that got put on the COVID list. The other guy got put on the IR, and they're they're, they're slipping my mind. And that and then they re- released uh, Fournette, which opened right. the door. It was clear that it was James Robinson. So you pick him up in those late rounds in the draft. That's why you got to pay attention, especially that last week going into into the, your drafts. Man, that that's the biggest week. I don't care. You could prepare for a month and a half. If you don't pay attention to that last week, you're done.
0: Yeah, you know it. it, it it's funny, you know, looking at Robinson over the 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 entire year. Um, and the guy, the guy you're talking about is Raquel Armstead. But you know, yep. uh, yeah, and, and you know that's a, that's a, that's the a guy you were you were missing. But listen, he's not a guy who's going to be your running back one because he's not, it, listen, he's not flashy, right? And he's more, he's, he's definitely a RB2. I, I I personally don't think he could be an RB1. And the reason for that three games over 20 points, that's it. All his games are 13, 15, 15, 10, 14, uh, you know, and, and I'm sorry, but you know, if you're talking DFS, a little different. Because depending on what his number is, but if you're talking traditional, he he's only a running back too. But I just think he's underrated in a sense that he is he's steady. Even though he's slow, he's steady. And I think just because he plays in Jacksonville and all the issues they have out there, nobody talks about the guy. It's simple as that. Um, well,
1: and and think about this: like he's probably going to get 11, 1,100 yards rushing. He's probably going to end up having eight rushing touchdowns. He already got five. You know what I mean? he's sitting already has 30 catches basically for 200 yards and two receiving touchdowns. So add add another 10 catches, add another 100 yards. I mean, you look at this guy and if you say a running back 1100 yards, eight rushing touchdowns, 40 catches for 300 yards and three receiving touchdowns. So 11 total touchdowns, almost 1500 yards in a season i mean look slow and steady but he may be a friend's number one like he i hear be. you i don't feel good about it i don't but when don't. you put it in those terms like it's quite possible
0: you're right it is it's it's very possible uh it's very possible now jenny's checking it she wants ellie elliot or mixon uh for my flex now yeah that's a tough one right there you know i know you know, well, Mixon's first week back, right? You know, you I don't, know I don't think Mixon's gonna play. No, I know he was I it's it's so hard because it's it's Wednesday. You don't know uh, a lock and change. Um well while you're you're looking at that, she also she says Watson and Michael Thomas and Waller need to get their crap together. Listen, Watson Watson just got hit by a bad week of bad weather. I mean, there's a, it's as simple as that. Uh his receivers dropped a lot of balls. Michael Thomas uh, listen, it last week what happened, and the, the, the in, like in so many, it just everything has a fallen together right for Michael Thomas, and Darren Waller. I, I just think that they're trying to spread the ball around so much, and and you know Gruden. Real, he he's such a different offensive play caller that he's not gonna call Waller's number all the time. That's the only thing. I mean, it kinda hurts him a little bit that they have all these other guys they're trying, like a Henry Ruggs and a, a Brian Edwards, and they're trying to mix all these guys, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Booker. I mean, they're trying to get all these guys in a mix, so it kinda hurts Waller a little bit. But um but yeah, what do you think? Mixon or Elliott, if Mixon plays?
1: Um See, you said if Mixon plays, I still don't think Mixon's gonna play. He hasn't even practiced yet. Yeah. He hasn't practiced since week six. Like, I don't I, look, I understand it's Wednesday. I understand there's a couple days. I think I already got Gio Bernard in my daily lineup. Yeah. Because that's kind of the way that I'm leaning. And I actually made a trade in my season long to get Joe Mixon and Gio Bernard, right? The trade deadline was Monday night. So nice. I made I made a trade to get those two sacrificed a little bit of draft capital, but it, it, it's something going into the playoffs, man. You you need to you need to bring your guns, man. So that, I'm game. I'm going with Zeke. Look, he he's not going to have another game. What they're coming out of the bye, right? The um yeah, he's not going to have another game. I know he's been terrible. It's a nasty taste in your mouth. Just with I mean, he he's done nothing. He's gotten uh okay amount of carries i mean he had a couple games with 12 but i mean he's not doing anything with it hopefully the offensive line is a little healthier they're coming off of the buy and uh look that's that's their offense andy dalton might be getting a little settled into at least knowing that you know there's there's not that there's consistency like they played together but i think it'll be like a breath of fresh air to have Andy Dalton back air and just start running Uh, an offense, knowing now, finally, look, it was Dak, Dak, Dak. Then it was Dalton, Danucci, (laughs)
0: um,
1: Gilbert Grape, and now back to Dalton. Who
0: ate Gilbert Grape?
1: (laughs) Right. Now back to Dalton. So, But look, Dalton, he's an NFL quarterback. I'm not saying he's a great one, but he started in the league for how many years? Um, I think he'll bring some consistency. I think Dallas is going to come out and play. And truthfully, NFC East looking at the uh, – if Dalton can manage this team and their defense can tighten up the slightest bit, look, Dallas can make a run for the division. I ain't kidding because the Eagles' schedule is tough. And the Giants is eh. But, man, it, Washington and Dallas – I, I'm telling you, their schedules look like they're just inviting it. Like, all it takes is one fluke win, and you win the East. You're right? Not no, to get right. into that topic, but
0: no, no, that's that's all right. We got uh, we got some questions coming in. So Trey, Trey's asking, Trey's coming in for YouTube. Says big list coming in hot. Need two wide receivers and one flex full PPR. Ridley Woods, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cook, Swift or Gurley. Thanks, gents. Wow, that's a lot. You got a lot of names, throwing a lot of names out. Calvin Ridley, uh, Rashad Woods, Robert Woods, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Swift. To me, Swift is a must, 100%. We're going to get them later, but, John, I'll let you take that out. Swift to me, Swift is a 100% must going forward. Uh, I'm all in on Deontay Swift. I'm on that wagon. Uh, I I don't know. God, John, what do you think? If
1: Ridley plays, he's definitely in. So it's the foot injury question right. that that Rick told us about live on our last fantasy episode. Yeah, episodes. remember that? Yeah, L- yeah I remember because he block. reminded me like a day ago or something about he was, it. He was coming
0: in hot with that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, no, if Ridley plays, he's in the lineup, no question. Um, to me, I would say it's Deontay Johnson. Woods has just not been performing. Um, if Ridley's out, I'm going Deontay Johnson and Brandon Cooks. I think over Woods.
0: I, I think I, I would do the same thing.
1: I mean, and, and truthfully, I, I I I'm a Woods proponent. I've always liked I've always liked Woods. I thought his touch or his touchdowns would uh, rebound a little bit, and um, yeah, he hasn't been getting the volume. I mean, and even when he does, he hasn't been doing much with it. So. Well you got, yeah.
0: you got you got a couple things going on too you know with the Rams you you have the you know the the rise to to the fantasy football stardom in Josh Reynolds because you have Uh, Cooper Cup who's playing a little injured and Robert Woods isn't kind of the guy and you know a lot of the looks are going to Josh Reynolds I mean this is what it is so uh you know it's something that you know it's something to be taken for and I, I agree with you Deontay Johnson you know Brandon Cooks besides last week he's been really consistent over the last four or five weeks um, so there's not going to be wind like that this week. So I'm with you, man. I, I, you know, I would do the same thing if Ridley plays a must, but if not, you go Johnson cooks and swift Mark it up. There you go. Uh, Jenna checking in again. She says, Duke Johnson, is he going to do anything in that backfield? Very, very interesting. Well, it's his backfield. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they,
1: they, put David Johnson on the, uh, on the IR with a concussion. Yeah, I, so, so I mean I and I just you know I was doing a little reading up I, I'm not on it 24/7 you know what I mean every day I do yeah. I do have a job <laughs> and a life believe it or not
0: No way um,
1: yeah but uh yeah so they put him on the IR for a concussion well look it's it's his backfield I mean I know he's questionable I think Duke will play the question is is he going to do anything with it you're going against New England, I believe, is who they play. Um, you don't know what the weather's going to be again, again. Uh, you know, um, but I think I think you play him. I mean, it's his backfield. You play him. I you mean, I, talk,
0: I'm not. You, you talk about volume all the time, right?
1: Yeah, and 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 he was the pass catching back. I mean, for multiple years. So I mean, I consider him a flex play, not necessarily a uh, number two but yeah I mean depending on your options I mean I'll run with them at least as long as David Johnson's out and don't get me wrong there there could be some uh fluke thing now that they put him on the IR that they uh all of a sudden uh, look buddy Howell has run the ball for them before and they buddy got C- yeah and they got CJ Procis I don't know what if they're gonna try to resurrect the Houston backfield is very similar to like I feel like the Seattle backfield when Carson goes down. It's just like they just bring guys in and nobody does
0: anything. They're like the replacements. That's all. They're like the replacements. (laughs) Um, Our our, our good buddy, Brian Kilpatrick, checking in on Facebook, says, what's up, guys? Great show. Debating which quarterback to start this week, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. That's a a really tough one because you got the Seattle-Arizona rematch. Right, you know, you, you know, we, we remember how good that was the first time around. That was the Tyler Lockett three touchdown game. Remember Patrick Peterson shutting down DK Metcalf. So that that's a that's a very very interesting one, man. Very interesting. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson has not been on his A game as of late. He really hasn't. He has not looked good. It looks like he's trying a lot more than he was. You know. But again, Aaron Rodgers going against, and John, go to you next, but Aaron Rodgers are going against a very, very good Indianapolis Colts defense. But it is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, at the end of the day, it's Aaron Rodgers. But for my money, it, you know, I'm going Russell Wilson because I think this could be a game for Green Bay where they decide to run the ball a lot more than usual. I, I think they're going to have hard press line getting the ball to Devontae Adams like they've been. This is a really good defense, especially in, in the secondary and across the linebacker position. So, I you know, I would go Russell Wilson against Arizona. What do you think, Joe?
1: Well, if you have to say who is the NFL MVP, today. Who is it? I mean, uh, I you might I, get a Dalvin Ross. Cook. Uh,
0: I, I, I don't know if it's still Ross right now. That's okay. the thing.
1: Maybe not. So if it's even questionable, are you going to bench the questionable NFL MVP going against the Arizona defense versus going against Indianapolis is in one of my leagues is the top defense fantasy wise yes. for the year. So, look, you don't play matchups unless it's guys of similar caliber. So you have one going up against Arizona defense, which you would think it would be a semi shootout. Neither of the defenses can really do anything. and you know, look, Russell Wilson is not gonna have too many games in a row where it's subpar all right exactly look you've you and i don't I don't even know who he actually played. I don't have it up in front of me. But um, look, the matchups are things you get into a rut. You have a bad game. I will tell you what, Russell Wilson is still a potential MVP. He has the better matchup. So if you're giving me two like-for-like like players and one's going up against the top-five defense, I'm taking the other. So yeah, yeah give, I'm with you. Give um, me Russ.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I go, Russ, as well. Um, You, you just have to do it, 100%. Um, boy, t- uh, from YouTube, I'm not even going to – listen, I am not even going to try, try to pronounce this, my man. I apologize. <laughs> We're just going to call you T.O. Okay, so T.O. says, okay, a flex. Harris Reynolds, Antonio Brown, Chase Edmonds, Michael Pittman Jr., Jerry Judy uh-huh. – <laughs> Jalen Rager, I have Hyde at my running back two spot, or should I change that? And he says, just so you know, Hyde last time when Carson was out got 15 carries. So he's letting us know, just so you know, so we know the stats here. Um, so wow, like that's a lot of names at flex right there, man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 so we're we're picking one of these guys. Is that? Am I reading this right? Uh okay I I guess I mean I guess he's saying he's starting hide as as running back too uh you and, know unless guy, we
1: think otherwise
0: unless we want to put Edmonds there maybe he said you know we want to play Chase Edmonds or uh Damien Harris. Harris that's the only ha- thing I could think ha- of
1: Harris would be the one that I would possibly against there
0: oh wait no they don't play no, Seattle Houston. who do they play Houston. Houston and they're not stopping anybody um.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm scrambling with so many names to look at. I mean, uh, all right. I'm just, I'm just gonna run through them. All right, and then we'll figure it out. Harris, look, he's probably gonna rush for eighty to hundred yards, maybe no touchdowns. He doesn't get catches out of the backfield, a la Sony Michelle. So, uh, high floor. Reynolds, I don't really trust him keeping this up. He has there. He's the number three receiver, and even though that he's had a lot of targets recently, and last week the most recent one is the one where he had put up the most points. Um, you know, that's what's in your mind, but I don't feel comfortable starting Reynolds. A B is it's the same situation as the Pittsburgh receivers. You got Claypool, Juju, and Deontay Johnson. You have Evans, Godwin, and A B, and it's a crapshoot every week. You could hit or you can't, you know. Edmonds, I'm not feeling Edmonds with Drake back. Pittman had a great great week last week on Thursday night. I like him. I picked him up in a lot of leagues. I think that he will be the best receiver on the Colts. However, the Colts still want to run the ball, and Phillip Rivers still doesn't throw over 300 yards consistently. So – If Judy plays, I think he may be the play because he seems like he gets the volume. The only thing is, you got, I believe, Rippon back at uh, quarterback this week because Locke's probably going to be out. Rager is not a question. So if Carson, if Chris Carson is out and it's Hyde's backfield, I guess you play him. I mean, Judy, if he plays, I would say would be the next guy. A B and then Harris. Reynolds, Edmonds, Rager, and those guys are out. And I would say Pittman's uh Pittman would be the last of those four.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of options right there. Judy, I mean literally it's a lot of options. <laughs>
1: I'll go I'll go Judy Harris A B Pittman. In that order, and keep hiding at number two.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I like. I would keep hiding there, and I, I, you know, I, I like what Jerry Judy has to offer. I mean, obviously, the limitations on the quarterback—that's all you could say, especially this week. Uh, even though Ripping wasn't terrible, but uh, Judy's just—he, he, he's got some freakish athletic ability to me and with, with his size and his you know his strength so uh but yeah i'm, I'm with you uh, i mean that was a good breakdown uh to i hope we helped you out see what you you know see what you think let us know uh scott what's up scott checking in says we'll check you guys i'm already in the playoffs and look uh, he's already bragging nice. already the playoffs, right Uh I love he it. should be
1: giving us advice
0: exactly because i'm not i'm fighting for a playoff spot here right <laughs> uh you know so uh, so we got ppr league i've I have Mary and Zeke and they have a difficult schedule from weeks 14, 16. Would you trade those two for big Ben and Henry? Henry has a cakewalk schedule those weeks. I I see what he's saying because I'll tell you what, Derek Henry is going to win somebody a fantasy football championship because of his schedule for the fantasy playoffs. He, he's definitely going to do it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, do you make that deal? Uh, I, 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 I don't. I love Kyler Murray. I don't know how I'm giving up Kyler. I'm thinking. I, you know, in, in all honesty, I think Kyler is such a better quarterback than Big Ben. Uh, I, I and I know you're, you're you're cut your losses to get Henry to upgrade over Zeke. I just think Zeke. You you alluded to it earlier with Andy Dalton coming back. The offense will get uh, you know a little more acclimated. I think Zeke will turn it around a little bit for fantasy owners. And I I think I would keep Murray and Zeke. What do you think, John?
1: Yeah, the, it's to me it's too much of a drop from um from Murray to Ben. And you know, yes, I like Henry better, but once again, it's it, it's human nature to have a recency bias, okay? And recently Zeke has not been good and there's been a lot of turmoil, and I'm not saying that the Cowboys are going to be a good team by any means, but I mean, they got Minnesota, Washington, Baltimore is the only tough one in week 13. I shouldn't say the only top, tough one, but Cincinnati in week 14, Eagles in week 16, and San Fran at home isn't even that tough in terms of a week 15 matchup without, you know, their, their depleted team. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm sticking Elliott and Murray. Yeah, I'm me sorry. Too. Me
0: too. I have to. Well, and, and Henry is so touchdown dependent too. And that's the thing he, 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 you know, he could be boomer bust. you know, this isn't Dalvin cook. We're talking about, but right.
1: (laughs) But think about this, just, just purely simple. I mean, do you think that Henry blows Zeke away and rushing touchdowns the rest of the year? No. Right. I mean, if if it's five versus seven, but you know, Zeke is going to catch 20 more passes, you're talking a PPR, you know what I mean? Then right. Henry will and if the yardage is similar, I'm no, you don't make a deal.
0: Yeah, I think you I think you ride your success, you keep it going and you'll be all right. That that I I agree. Zeke uh, is not going to be worse than he's been recently. That exactly, exactly. He's not. He's definitely not. Uh keys check, checks in on on YouTube. Hey, I have Kirk Hill, JD McKissick, Zeke Elliott. Wow. Balazs, Brandon Cooks, Al Lazard, Harrison Hines, two running backs, two wide receivers, and one flex league. (laughs) I also have Pittman and Myers available on waivers if needed.
1: All right, so basically we we just have to set a lineup. So here's my roster, set the lineup. Yeah, I think this is a lineup setter right here. All right, so uh, I'm assuming Christian
0: Kirk out. Tyreek Hill in. Yes. Um JD McKissick, 29 targets in two weeks. Well, and, let me let me start here.
1: Elliot and Balage are in. Do you agree, Tom? Yes. I like okay. that. Yes. So those are our two running backs.
0: Yep.
1: Hill and as your one Cooks, receiver. Hill and Cooks are in yes. as our two receivers. Yes. All right. I'm not counting on Lazard. No. You we got, don't
0: know if Hines is going to re, redo what he did because that backfield still is a mess. You
1: I I like Jacoby Myers. I like Myers. I too. I, I do, and I, I like
0: Pittman. I also like Pittman.
1: I like Pittman too, but I really think Jacoby. Truthfully, I think Jacoby Myers has the upside to be a top twenty wide receiver the rest of the way. I, I really I like do. That. I like with that. the target share that he's been getting look okay Edelman's coming back you know eventually I mean he got bone on bone in his knee all right and yeah. even when he played I had him as my number 2 receiver and he did nothing all year None and minute. then got hurt Cam Newton's not looking at that guy he has a connection with Myers so I would definitely pick up Myers I would, pro- I would like Myers over Lazard. I don't know if Tony would agree with that I was one. Have, I,
0: I was actually before you even said that. That was what I. That would have been my move. I, I drop Lazard and pick up Myers.
1: Well, I actually I would have Christian Kirk gone first. Really? Yeah. Well, See, not necessarily first. I go Myers for Lazard. Kirk and Pittman is kind of a flip. Yeah, you in know, terms what? I of agree. rostering. I
0: I'd rather have Pittman over Kirk right now.
1: So, all right. So then we, we add Pittman for Kirk. We add Myers for Lazard. And then we need a flex. And it is between Myers, Pittman, Harris, Hines, and McKissick. I uh, You're probably going to go McKissick. I'm anti-McKissick.
0: You're anti-McKissick. I love McKissick. I do. Uh, he just seems to be. He, he, listen for that team. Uh, you know they're they're relying on him to do a lot. I know they have Antonio Gibson, but listen. Every time you look around, McKissick is there. But I I think my flex would be Myers. If you're picking up Myers, my flex would be Myers. I think he's getting, st- you know, he's steady. Last three weeks, he's steady, nine, ten targets. Uh, you know, he's getting the catches, and and New England's starting to find a groove a little bit, and that's one reason why, because Cam's playing better, and Jacoby Myers is, is a recipient. So that's another Well, and
1: think. they're playing Houston, so if, if well, Deshaun Watson yes. actually puts up some stats, dude, that Houston offense reminds me of Tampa Bay last year with Winston. Exactly. It's like chuck the, just chuck the ball. We're not going to run. We're just going to chuck it and like try to come from behind,
0: right? No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So yeah, I hope that helps you out. Let us All know right, how you man. make out. Let us know how you make out. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Listen, you know, before I get into the to play a little roulette here, fancy roulette, which everybody seems to like, and I, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I, you know, I, John, I, I, I talked to you about this because you, you remember? I mean, we go back and we. Took every division in football in the preseason on the Fantasy Firebox, and we broke it down. DeAndre Swift was the one guy we were both intrigued about, but the question was always: Can he be that guy? Can he be the number one guy? I'll be honest with you. I think he put on some weight, it, it, you know. Like, and what I mean by that is, so, so he he's been in the gym. He looks a lot bigger than he did in Georgia. Uh, you know, I I just think he looks bigger. And uh, I, again, I think for me personally. I really, really like what he's been doing out there in Detroit. I knew that AP was only there. I said this today on my fantasy hit on the gambler that he was there so DeAndre could learn the playbook. And learn how to protect the ball and learn how to protect the quarterback. Once they were comfortable with him being able to do that, he's been he's been going for getting five carries to 15, to 16, to 17. This is the number one guy going forward. And I'll tell you what, John, uh, you, you, here goes one of my crazy, here we you go. Your jigsaw get crazy. John loves these things, okay? But I'm telling you, if we look right now, if I say from, say, the last two weeks, so say from week eight, Halfway the season, if you just take that sample size, I think DeAndre was a top five running back for those eight weeks. In my opinion, what's your thoughts
1: for the next eight weeks?
0: So I'm saying, if you take the eight week sample size from week yes. eight to week yeah. sixteen, just say because just just add eight games in there, right? Or week seventeen. I'm sorry, I say he's a top five running back. Not 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 one, not two, not three, but he's going to tinker between four and five. I think that's how good this guy's going to be you agree no that's too aggressive (laughs) wait when did you ever know me to be
1: too aggressive well yeah exactly well (laughs) of course that's why it comes out of your mouth not mine (laughs) um but 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 think about the he could be uh he got to do everything right he he, everything has to fall look the chips got to fall there Um, You know, you're talking game script got to be right. I mean, are they going to use them in goal to go to situations? I agree the skill sets there. They're starting to give him the ball more. He's still catching the balls out of the backfield. So I agree all the signs are pointing up. But I mean, to be top five, I mean, top five means you're getting five catches for 50 yards every week, a touchdown every week, and at least 80 yards every week. I don't think he's in that echelon yet, but yes, I I feel that he can be a solid number two for the rest of the way. But once again, you you talked about the eight-week sample size you're looking forward to. It's a two-week sample size of what we've seen. I agree. I like everything we've seen.
0: Well, wait a minute, though. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punk you here a little bit, okay? So, if we're looking at full season, full point PPR leagues, full season from week one on, DeAndre Swift is 13th, okay? But we look at the last five weeks, DeAndre Swift is fourth. If we look at the last three weeks, DeAndre Swift is fifth. So I'm telling, this is what I'm saying. You it, it, again, that that's consistency. And we, you know, that's more than a two week sample size. That's like a five week sample size. Okay. So, I, again, this guy's going to keep getting better. That's the crazy part. He's going to keep better. And he's only 30 points away from the number two spot in fantasy for running backs overall for the season, John. How you that? What do you think about that? That's how good, again, like underrated, it. right? We talk about yes. underrated. And again, because he was getting a lot of catches. He was getting a lot of catches, and 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 and, well, and and that's what we talked about. Remember when we talked about when we did the preseason? He listen. The guy's got thirty-one catches. He's got forty targets. And what's crazy is he has forty targets. Alvin Kamara has eighty. Like, that's right. how good. Kamara well, and that's is. that's crazy. why we,
1: That's the difference between top five and you know and number uh,
0: one man. Well, and, and, uh, and
1: we always say touchdowns are. There's a lot of luck in touchdowns. Look, for some players, you know, he got six, so he's on pace for double digits. I mean, I think a 10-touchdown running back is about what he is, and I'm not saying 10 on the ground. I'm saying 10 combined, and he'll end up putting up 1,400 yards a year. I mean, I see him as a low-end. like I'm saying moving forward next year, I could see him being a low-end one, high-end two.
0: I you know, you know what's crazy? And you know, not to get away from DeAndre Swift, but when you look at this, right, you break it down and you start saying, you know, for the season, just just how big of a season Alvin Kamara is having. Like Dalvin Cook, with what Dalvin Cook has been able to do, Dalvin Cook's already at essentially a thousand yards. He's rushed for 954 yards. So just say he's at a thousand. Okay, Alvin Kamara's is only rushed for four eighty six. But the C-week Dalvin Cook has done exploded, except for last week. Chicago kind of shut him down a little bit. But the two, three weeks before that, he was he was on a mission. He's still 40 full points, 44 full points behind Alvin Kamara for the top spot in fantasy. That's how good Kamara's been. John, 70 catches. I You know, he's 67. Just say 70. 70, 650 yards. I mean, it's insane. He, you know, he's going to, he, uh, listen, He's definitely gonna get a thousand yards receiving. He's gonna get a thousand yards receiving. There's no no doubt in my mind. He's getting a thousand yards receiving. I, I mean that is unbelievable. 110, 120 catches. Wow. I mean that that guy, Alvin Kamara, is a beast. 100. Well, percent
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean their combined yardage is right around 1130 versus Bru- 1150 you got 13 touchdowns versus 11 touchdowns. Yes. You know what I mean? The difference is 67 catches versus 20 catches. Ain't you know what I mean? Crazy. If it it's is. a not if it's a non-PPR, which, you know, but they're still competitive even in a non-PPR. I know. You know what I mean? They they flip-flop with Cook, you know, taking the the better spot, but I mean, they're still both of them are so far above and beyond everybody else it's not even funny.
0: It's not it's really not. I mean, Derek Henry, I, I understand he has the yardage. He just doesn't have the week-to-week consistency. He, he never does. That's the only problem with Derek Henry. He gives you those huge games, and then those big letdowns. It's it, it, it's always the same. It is. It's well, in shame. the shame.
1: And the receiving. The receiving. I'm, in a PPR, it makes a difference. He has 11 catches on the year. Yes. I mean, I'm just looking at the top running backs. The, the next guy that is... Uh, that's in the teens or lower is Todd Gurley. You know what Fine. I mean? And that, and that's it, like probably number whatever, tw- 11. And scrolling down, scrolling down, the next guy is Daryl Henderson. So that just goes to show, like, and he's probably down at 25 or 20, 25. So it's, you got to catch the balls in this day and age for fantasy. Like that's the bottom line, either yeah. that or, you have to be Derrick Henry of last year and score so many rushing touchdowns to make up for it. That's the only way. And you and I know you can't bank on rushing touchdowns. No. you, you can, The difference between 12 rushing touchdowns and 16 rushing touchdowns is simply game script yep. or, or, or nonsense, even though that makes up 24 points of fantasy relevance. You know what I mean? Like, you can't project that.
0: No. Never can. I mean, it, it's as. I mean, it's as simple as you know. Drew Brees gets knocked down at the or or, or I mean, Drew Brees passed Emmanuel Sanders and he gets knocked out the one. There's a touchdown for Kamara. I mean, like it's just yeah. it, like you said, it's all game script. You just you you can't rely on that. Uh,
1: and I'm I'm sorry, but I I have to bring it up as a Chubb owner. I wonder how many people lost their fantasy game because Chubb yeah. ran the ball out at the one.
0: They were a lot of people were heated over that too, man. I
1: wasn't thrilled, but that's one of those things that I accept and yes. I almost I almost appreciate because that just shows me that my player is actually smart. <laughs> and, exactly. and I would rather have smart players on my team than dumb players on my team. So while he hurt me and thank goodness it didn't affect the outcome because if it did, I would have been very annoyed. Yeah, I, I'll um, tell you. You know man. what I mean. It I, there was a lot
0: of there was a lot of people very annoyed, John. Trust think,
1: me. Think think about. I mean, would you say it's a hundred thousand people? Is that too many? They got burned by this. Ten fifty thousand. I mean, uh, think about how many people got burned by this.
0: A lot of people got burned by this, and it
1: and it's not it. It's Chubb this week. I mean it's been how many times it's one play, the Des Bryant catch in the, t- in the end zone, right? Yep, yep. I yep. mean, to think about all these different, I mean, that's a little different, you know, that's a, yeah, at least still. a serious play. But, you know, the voluntary, you know, when you,
0: when, listen, man, when you, when you, when you, I mean, Brian Westbrook did it, uh, you know, Todd Gurley tried to do it. Remember to girl a couple of weeks ago, he just couldn't do it. He actually scored when he didn't want to score. Right. Uh, so that was the adverse effect. That's what's yeah. funny, man. That's that's great. Uh, But let's look at DFS. We're, we're going to go about another 20 minutes. We'll look at some DFS like we always do, and then we're going to do our roulette game like we do at the end. So get ready for that. And every week like we do, we look at the top three, top four positions, quarterback, re, re, you know, wide receiver, running back, and tight end. We, we give you some of our picks, our locks, and then we give you those low-budget guys. I'm a little more aggressive than John, uh, which he has alluded to in the beginning, but that's okay. Uh, I'm a big boomer bus guy. And, again, we're off the bat. The number one guy is Lamar Jackson, uh, $7,300. And, again, I'll be honest with you, John. 7300 compared to what the top guys have been the last few weeks. I mean, we've, we've been talking $8,400, 8500 So, it, you know, no matter what, this if you want to pay money for a top quarterback this week, this is the week to do it only because it's not going to cost you as much. Uh, but I will say that the, the one guy I like at the top is Justin Herbert uh i you know he's playing against the jets uh, he has been nothing short of fantastic uh week in and week out uh, he really has i mean his lowest game was 19.7 okay that's his lowest game and, and 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 he's been 40s and 25s along the way for 6800 i'm going justin herbert's my quarterback lock of the week what do you think
1: yeah i like that i mean Look, I was I was on Herbert and Watson for the past like probably two, three weeks, just riding the wave. You know what I mean? Yep. Um I I don't think it's a bad play. For some reason this week I didn't like any of these DFS values or play like every other week, there's just things that stand out. It's like, yes. oh yeah, this is it. This this week, for whatever reason, like nothing was just nothing was hitting me in the face like this is obvious. You know, oh. and you said Jackson was the top. Um, you know, my my the one that I do actually runs into Sunday night. So, ah, okay. I, well, yeah, ev- everyone's different. Um, but I actually went Mahomes at seventy nine hundred. Okay. Um, it, I almost went Rogers, and I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking game, and I'm like. Mahomes is just going to put up stats. I was like, you know what? Kind of your your concept of getting Dalvin Cook that you've said like for the past couple weeks. That was my thing. I'm looking at everything. Yeah, Herbert, his value keeps. I was I was digging him when he's in the low six thousands, but now he's getting up into that range where it's like, okay, now we're expecting you to do good every week. You know what I mean? yep He's two hundred behind Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? When we were just talking about, is it Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? You know, so, um, yeah, I, I I like Herbert. Um, Mahomes was the guy that I went with in the one that includes Sunday night. And truthfully, the other one, I went with uh, uh, Jameis Winston. I,
0: I was th- just going to say, what do you think about Jameis Winston? I mean, well, 5,900. Uh, yeah, it's, Atlanta's defense is not that good. Uh, and that is a high-powered offense out there we just talked about a guy avid kamara with 67 catches i mean it's something to to think about isn't it
1: yeah and and it goes back to like i wasn't crazy about any of the values i mean i i thought about maybe brady at 6500 just thinking that he's gonna spray it around like yeah not crazy about it ben at 6700 against jacksonville and you know herbert i think he's Good Rogers, Jackson. Like, I'm just looking at all these guys. And I'm just like, eh. Like, yeah, they're, they're, you know what I'm, I mean? Almost you. I'm with and, you. Uh, Matt Ryan, 6,300 against New Orleans. And eh, I don't know. And I, I just, I kind of ended up at, yeah, you know what? I'm throwing Winston in there. And, it, and I paired him up with Emmanuel Sanders, and I put in Kalen Balazs, and wow. I said – And that's just I, that's all I have. That's all I have in that lineup. I just went with these guys. They said, look, I'm rolling with – because I don't know what Thomas is going to do it with Winston. Winston might take a couple shots down the field to Sanders. All he has to do is catch a 40-yard touchdown, and that pays for it. And if you think Winston's going to chuck the ball down the field – I mean, there you go. I mean, you put it in a larger lineup and let it ride. Either it, either that pairing hits or it doesn't. And if it does, at fifty nine hundred for Winston and forty nine hundred for San, Sanders, basically you're at ten eight for your quarterback receiver combination that just hooked up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's what you have to look at. That's what you have to look at. And 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 I'll tell you what: for not much value. In the quarterback position, I think there's a ton of value at the running back slot. Uh, it, it, you know, this week may, we, we may think differently, which we probably will. Uh, but there's a a lot to me, a lot of value, and, and these fifty five to fifty seven hundred dollar guys. You mentioned Kalen Balaj, fifty six hundred. Antonio Gibson going up against Cincinnati, fifty eight hundred. Gio Bernard going up against why fifty five hundred. Right, we talked about him earlier. And listen, Duke Johnson, at you know, fifty four hundred. I, you know, my boy JD McKissick at fifty two hundred. Melvin Gordon, 5100 Uh, One of the guys, that Salvin Ahmed, right? He sounds like a guy that should be in like the uh, an extra in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance with Tom McLean. Uh But uh, yeah, $4,800 for Salvin Ahmed. I think to me, that might be one of the biggest values of the week uh, because, again, this is a volume, and they looked at what Ahmed did, and they dropped Jordan Howard, who looked like he was running in quicksand anyway. They dropped him. So now Ahmed is the guy uh gaskins is not back he's still out this is your guy 100 and they showed listen 21 carries john 21 carries the average you know four point yards per carry uh you know which is above average or kind of like maybe is average like i think 3.9 or 4.1 is kind of nfl average but uh only got one catch no big deal but he did score a touchdown uh so had it you know his long was 18 yards so he showed 16 points listen if you can get 16 points for under five thousand dollars it's a great money ain't it
1: yeah yeah and you hit on i think three of yeah sorry like i I said i (laughs) i have one full i have one full lineup in and then just that partial but yeah my running backs are ahmed at 4800 geo bernard at 50 what is that 5500 and then um Belage at fifty six hundred, so I'm sticking one of them's in. I have a mod in the flex, um, in in my one, um. So yeah, I mean, I think their value. Look, there's going to be high ownership in those guys, though. I mean, yep. no, no question. So you not only look, it's it. What it comes down to is, you got to hit when you save the money that everybody else is saving the money on, but you got to hit on where you use that money. Yes. You know, you you got to use that money wisely. You know, if you if you're banking on Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook needs to hit like and and that's fine if it does. But you can't use that money for guys, the studs that aren't going to pan out. I mean, the only other running back that I got in, I got I need a piece of the Cleveland running, running back yes. for. I went with Chubb at 7000 as my number one running back. I like Chubb. Um, I like Chubb. It, it, it's the Eagles town. Sorry, it's, I know. it's the I'm, Eagles.
0: I'm with you and I, I get it. And I, I agree. Uh, you, you have to listen. If you don't take Nick Chubb this week, you're crazy. Honestly, it, it, you know, and, and again, I, for me, if you look at I'm not paying $9,200 for Kamara. I'm just not. I, I love him. I know he's rock solid, but I want to spread the wealth. And I think that number is way too high. And one thing that I think is very interesting is you look at Christian McCaffrey, who I know is out, wow. yeah. right? I know he's out, but here's the funny part. So they have Christian McCaffrey listed 9,400, right? Even though he's not playing, saying that's what his value would be. And then you look down at Mike Davis, who has been more than capable of getting you positive fantasy production, and he's 6,800. Uh, going against Detroit, who I mind you, is gives up the most – yards per fancy running backs in all of football so 6,800 for Mike Davis I, I I think that's a really really good steal to me and we talked about DeAndre Swift earlier here he is 6,400 oh by the way the only other team that's worse against the run than Detroit is Carolina so both of those backs pretty good value plays this week
1: yeah I mean Swift is getting up there at 6,400 you know yeah, and it, it, I'm just saying look He's getting up there where now – and that's why it starts getting to be a tough decision. Look, I hear what you're saying about Mike Davis, but as a Mike Davis owner, look, he was doing good the first three, four weeks in replacement of McCaffrey. The past four weeks for daily, 8.6, 8.7, 8.7, 8.4. And I'm feeling it. Like I ended up making a trade. I I got um, McCaffrey – and Mike Davis, that was right when Mike Davis filled in. You know, what I mean, eighty-five percent of McCaffrey. So I'm feeling like, oh yeah, as long as I have one of them, and then Davis just started doing what he's been doing. I mean, uh, look, he hasn't been getting like volume in terms of carries. Like he'll get some targets, but I'm hope I-, I thought it was going to be last week. Uh, hopefully, again this week he comes through. Um, you know, the the one thing and. I'll bring up Dalvin Cook, though, at the same time at 9,000, who yeah. who, I, who I got to ask a question to today, but Dalvin Cook at 9,000, I mean, that's pushing it because I really think that Alexander Madison is going to be a factor in that Dallas game. If they get up by a decent amount of points, look, Madison's going to get some work. I see Madison stealing 10 carries for 60 yards, even if it's in garbage time. Look, I'm not saying Cook isn't isn't going to have a big day, but if he has 130 yards and a touchdown, is that worth the nine thousand?
0: Yeah. I know. That's,
1: I mean, it's not really value at that point. 130 not. yards and a touchdown is not, not value not. at nine thousand.
0: You're right, and that's the problem. That's such a huge. You don't realize how big that number is, right? You plug that nine thousand in, and you just drop to forty one hundred dollars and then you still have to file you know you still have to file file what one two three four five six seven eight eight more spots. I mean there's only so many guys that are value plays or boomer bust guys and if Dalvin Cook at nine thousand doesn't give you thirty points, it's it's not a value to me. He's averaging twenty nine. They're basing the they're basing this number on his average. That's what they're doing. The guy's averaging 29 points per week. So if he doesn't get you, what John? What would you say? F- five to seven points above that average. It's not a value pick. Right? You can't do it. Yep. Not nine grand. That's a lot of money.
1: Yep. Yep. It's
0: too much, man. Uh, and too before
1: much. before we move off of running backs, just two other guys. Yeah, already. who you got? Gus Edwards at forty five hundred. Look, everybody, say what you want. Who's the guy that just seems to always just come through and get it? Look, he was a little bit injured, but like slow and steady wins the race. Ingram's out. Dobbins is flashy. Then he disappeared. There goes Gus Edwards, just plowing boss along. Boss. You know what the I mean? Boss. you don't you don't have to you don't have to do much to get value when you're talking forty five hundred. Another one is Samaj P. Ryan, which 4,400, They Jets named them the starting running back. So I what that actually means and what Frank Gore's role is going to be, I don't know. Are they going to be in a position to win the game? I don't know. Probably not. Does it can their line open a hole? Probably not.
0: Yeah. But listen but man,
1: he has been announced as the starting running back. He should have been the starting running back for quite some time. 4400, I mean, if if you're looking to save some money, you could do worse.
0: No, you could. I mean, listen, it's not – again, we talk about this all the time. If you can get a guy that, that gets you 70 to 80% of the workload at the running back position under $5,000, is tremendous value for the volume that he's going to receive. He he might just stumble into the end zone by accident, right? I mean, it's just it, – it, listen, they're, they're not just going to not show up. Somebody's got to get the ball. Somebody has to run it. So, you know, it, it's things like that, it's picks like that which take you above to the next level when we're talking about dfs so let's go over to wide receiver position and again a lot of values in wide receivers because wide receivers will always give you the most value at base players in all of dfs because there's just so many of them right we know that uh but there's a couple guys i think that stand out to me uh again the highest guy is Devontae adams at eighty six hundred dollars um listen I, against Indianapolis this week I, I, it's hard to bet against the uh, you know Devontae Adams but I don't think he comes close to that 28.2 per, points per average I just don't think it's going to happen so I think yeah listen if you're a traditional fantasy and Devontae Adams gets you 20 you're like oh great that's good I'll take it but you're DFS you're paying 8600 he better get you 30 and I don't think this is his week to get 30 just my opinion Michael Thomas uh, we, we don't know what's going on out there. I mean, listen, yeah, he is facing a 30-franc defense against the wide receivers of fantasy, but 7,300, that's a big price to pay when you don't know what's going on with the quarterback position. Uh, You know, there's a couple guys. I like Terry McLaurin, but here's the thing with Terry. I, you know, Alex Smith now. I mean, you know, are we're trusting Alex Smith through for a ton of yards. He did, no touchdowns, but he threw a lot of checkdowns, a ton of checkdowns. Uh, I think McKissick got like 15 targets. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? So we know what kind of gameplay they're going to be so john looking at the receivers who give me your lock who's your lock receiver this week uh for dfs <laughs> that's a tough one yeah uh, man the,
1: like i said the main lineup that i did included the uh sunday night game so i paired up Mahomes with tyreek hill um he, like he's that. been getting peppered uh, you got i gotta pick somebody from right. you know someone to catch the balls um, you know, Kelsey's slow and steady. You got Watkins coming back. You got uh, Hard Hardman or, um, but yeah, Nicole Hardman on the COVID list. I don't know. You know, you don't know exactly what's going on with that. Demarcus Robinson. It's like you got to pay up for either Kelsey or Hill. And I actually will get to tight ends. I like to value a tight end where I ended up choosing Hill. Once again, that's a Monday night or so that doesn't really – do you that you know that good if you're not if you're just doing the uh or not monday night sunday night but if you're just doing you know the main sunday slate um you know you mentioned mclaurin it's 6900 i actually don't mind them you have a couple intriguing things look the steelers receivers 6400 for juju 5900 for deontay 6100 for claypool you you it's roulette you don't know which guy's gonna do what you would think ben would cl- throw close to 300 yards i mean pick one if you like i, like I mean him. not none of them are that expensive uh, you know what i mean i personally like deontay johnson out of that group and he's the cheapest the other one is tampa bay you know we touched on the one of the our questions was a b it's the same thing. You got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, you got AB. They're all going to have between four and eight catches, between fifty and one hundred ten yards, and two of them will have a touchdown. You know, so take your pick. You know, you want to fly on it, but you know, Evans is six thousand, Godwin at fifty eight hundred. Think about where he was drafted at the beginning of the I, year. I know, and AB at fifty seven hundred. So they're within three hundred dollars of each other i mean take your pick really i mean it's it's not bad value but you got to hit on it you know it's rolling the
0: dice well here's the thing though i don't think that you i i honestly don't think you can go wrong like evans every week because no matter what game you watch whether it's you know it's just red zone targets or or, or, or normal targets. Mike Evans is his number one guy. Tom Brady has zoned in on Mike Evans week in and week out. That's the guy he looks for, without a doubt. If, you know No matter what, he is the number one option. So if they're that close in value, then I will 100% always go for Mike Evans, no question about it. I think the more the decision lies, if you don't take Mike Evans and you're talking about between A, B, and Chris Godwin because of exactly what you said, where you dra- the draft cap, that you use to get Godwin. So, you know, he was a first-round pick in, in a lot of drafts uh, because they expected the big things from Chris Godwin. And now you're talking about A.B. coming in, kind of stealing that thunder a little bit. And you still have, you know, Marcus Johnson out there. Or you know, or is it Tyrone Johnson or Marcus Johnson? I, I, I think it's Marcus Johnson out there catching balls. Scotty Miller catching balls. I mean, everybody's catching balls. Gronk's in the mix. Cameron Brake gets a touchdown last week. So it's just so many mouths to feed out there in Tampa you just never know week to week who's going to be the guy uh you know I I think they're listen we, we talked about values and again you know Michael Pittman Jr. 4,500 uh you know uh, you know guys under 5,000 I think you know certain guys you can look at Broussard Perryman interesting you know, I, again, was it a one-week fluke, you know, with, with Joe Flacco? Who knows? Or, listen, this could be a game that, you know, there's a lot of points scored in garbage time for the New York Jets. And Brashar Perriman at $4,300, I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a really good value. And it's a shame what has become of Ty, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, T.Y. Hilton. It was a household name, and now we're looking at them. Yeah, forty two hundred dollars is a value guy to maybe take a chance on. What the hell happened to Ty Hilton, John? Hey,
1: Andrew Luck. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That's what Crazy,
0: happened, man. Such a shame. Such yeah, a shame.
1: No, I agree.
0: Such a shame.
1: I'm my my value at receiver Jacoby Myers at uh, forty nine hundred, and like you said, Pittman at forty five hundred, and it, but you got Judy at fifty three hundred too. We already touched on him yep. a little bit, fifty three hundred for what his his potential could be. Um, you know that. that I want to pose a question to you. You're the host and always ask me questions and get. I need to know because I can't decide. Who the heck do you spend money on? I have a ton of sleepers. I could be like seven thousand under the cap. I want to know who to pay up for. So who do you pay up for? Uh, you know that, and I think that's like I'm I'm coming to this realization now that this is why I'm struggling this week because it's like I'll I'll pay up for this guy. I know what I'm getting. I don't know who to pay up for.
0: Well, see, I kind of did that the week before, and it, it it kind of burnt me a little bit. And, you know, I had Dalvin Cook in the lineup with a, with a big number at 8,400, and I decided to take him out and turn him into, and I talked about last week, and turn him into Chase Edmonds and, and James Conner, thinking, again, I don't want to pay out for Cook, but I think I if, if I take these two guys at a lower value with a bigger boomer bus, I think maybe I can come out on top. So... You know, it's so hard. Receiver position, John, honestly, like I said, I, I know you say Deontay Johnson, but for me, I, I think this is a, another juju week, and I would pay up for Juju Smith-Schuster this week against a, a, a terrible Jacksonville defense. 13 targets last week. He'll be targeted very heavily in this game, in my opinion, I really like Juju. I pay off for him. Uh, you, you mentioned a couple of things. Jerry Judy. I I told you, I I would pay up for Jerry Judy. I would. I I just think Jerry Judy does so many different things. No matter who the quarterback's going to be, uh, listen, he's had two games where he's been. You know, very lackadaisical, five points and four points. Besides that, he's double digits every week. He's getting the talk. Listen, that week 8, 10 targets. Week 9, 14 targets. Last week, eight targets, even in a bad game. So he is getting the ball. Your boy Tim Patrick is getting the ball as well out there. But Jerry Judy's a guy that seems like he's really finding a way to get open. So if you're asking me, I pay off for Jerry Judy and I pay off for Jacoby Myers.
1: I, I definitely I, I don't. Well, think- that's not
0: paying up. Uh, I mean it is. No,
1: well no but those are the cheap values I need to know do I go after a and Allen do I just say I'm going Kamara because like oh. I need I mean I'm like I said I'm sitting here I'm like I, I got money to spend I got money I got money in my pocket tone <laughs> I, I, I got money in my pocket I need to spend it because oh. I'm looking at all these values and I like these value plays and I'm sitting here it's like but it's sometime like you're Yes, you always look for three times your value, but if all those guys are at four thousand and you're getting twelve points out of them, that's great. That's what you want, but you need some beef. So that's uh, I'm struggling to find where my beef is. Where are my seven six to seven thousand dollar guys? Who are those guys? You
0: know, you know I I'm going to go and and again, this is probably going to be a pick because. You know Tony is you know is is a homer here, and this guy's not a homer of mine, but he's a homer because I I talked him up all off seasons, being my guy, and I this week I I, I had this gut on paying off for Michael Thomas. I, I I know it sounds crazy, and I know there's a lot of stuff going on, whether it be Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, but here's my here's my point. This is the week where you lean on the veterans this is the week where you lean on your your play producers and you say listen guys I need you to take over this game and I don't care what you say Alvin Kamara is number one and Michael Thomas is number two it's not Emmanuel Sanders yeah it's not Taysom Hill okay stop it's not Jared Cook it is Michael Thomas even on half an ankle so I think this week Michael Thomas shows listen hey Drew we got you no matter what hey Jameis Throw the ball and I'm open. We watch Jameis all times throwing to Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. Throw it up, go get it, right? So I think Michael Thomas to me is a guy that you pay up for. Uh, real fast, we got a little. What's going on, guys? ISO says you taking questions. Said, Absolutely, ask away, ask away. We, we've been answering questions all night. We got about 15 minutes left, so ask away. We'll we'll we'll, we'll hammer them home as soon as you throw them up there. Uh, but yeah, John, I would, I would go Michael Thomas. I'm paying off for Michael Thomas. All
1: right. I no, I like it. I hope it happens.
0: I uh, I, I, I really I do. do. I, I mean, I, hope it happens.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Hey, I got him. I'm sitting there. I'm, 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 I'm right on the, uh, I'm on the playoff cusp one way or another. I don't know which league it is, but I mean, it's like you lose this week. You could be out of the third seed and into the seventh, which is non-playoffs. You know what I mean? You could be in the fourth or the sixth seed and get up to the third with a win. You know what I mean? It's Michael Thomas showing up needs to happen.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go before we root the tight end. I got to give you the two jigsaw aggressive, low value budget picks at receiver this week. And they're all, they're exactly the same value. Uh-oh. $3,500, <laughs> right? $3,500. Jakeel Grant, I mean, Jakeem Grant, and Jalen Guyton, Jalen Guyton, boomer bus guy for the Los Angeles Chargers. They're playing against the Jets. I expect a high-scoring game, okay? He doesn't get a ton of plays, but when he does, they usually are long touchdowns. I think for that number, you get a decent week out of Jalen Guyton. And slowly but surely, slowly but surely, if you're watching the Miami Dolphins, Shaquem Grant. Has become a kind of a go-to guy for Tua out there. They're really developing a nice rapport. He's averaging five targets each game that um, that Tua has been in. Before that, he was only averaging one to two. And he listen, he's caught a couple touchdowns as well. So uh, again, thirty-four hundred dollars or thirty-five hundred dollars. So again, before people start sliding in my DMs and telling me, oh, I started to keep Granny gave me two. Listen. Thirty five hundred dollars, cause I'm giving you boomer bus guys. I'm not telling them to start you as your number one wide receiver. I'm saying, listen, John's got money to spend. If he spends seventy three hundred dollars on Michael Thomas, well, guess what? He's going to need a thirty five hundred dollar guy because he's going to need somebody to fill in that roster. So I just think Jakeem Grant is one of those guys. I I know John. I'm aggressive. I can't help it. I love I love uh, those. I love those low budget
1: guys. Hey, man. you got all you got. All you got to do is hit it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything with that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a PG-13 show. But, uh, John, tell me, please, is anybody is anybody going to have faith in taking the number one DFS tight end list? If beside, well, again, except for Sunday night, because I know it'll be Jason Kelsey, but Mark Andrews. At forty nine hundred, we just had it. We just talked about this guy, okay? Just not showing up, and and they want you. They want five grand from you at DFS for Mark Andrews. For me, it's a hell no, especially when I can get Jano Smith or Janu, whatever you want to call him, at forty seven hundred, or Hunter Henry at forty six hundred, or even Hayden Hurst at forty four hundred. I mean, is there anybody even going to take Mark Andrews?
1: When you say it's the top tight end and it's forty nine hundred, that just goes to show what the tight end class looks like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. It, when you say, "Would you pay that much?" I, I mean, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm why? not going to pay that much. But I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, one of these games. Um, I was ready to say Jameis Winston. We said talked about Jameis Winston so much. One of these games, Lamar Jackson is going to come through with his typical passing game, which is going to include Mark Andrews in the red zone. And it may not just be one time, it may be two times. So if you can get a touchdown or two out of Mark Andrews, he will give you value. Um, you know, the question is, is it this week? No, I won't pay off for him. For him but, I mean, you're looking at him versus – You know, even the tenth tight end. I mean, you're only talking nine hundred dollars, right? So it's really just who do you feel good about this week? I mean, me personally, I feel good as long as he plays. About TJ Hawkinson, I think that's my tight end play of the week at forty two hundred.
0: Like, he he, he didn't have a good week last week, though, John. No, well,
1: he got a foot injury or a toe injury. There is no question he didn't have a good game, and he was he was somewhat injured. I'm hoping. he comes back and you know is a little more healed up um hawkinson look i obviously have to keep my eye on uh i have to keep my eye on the injury report or whatever but i think if he plays i think he'll be a little bit healthier um you know 4200 like i said i I don't know he's like the 10th tight end i mean that that's the guy that i think has the biggest potential
0: i'll tell you what me Being aggressive jigsaw, as we know, is going to tell you right now that the top tight end is Austin Hooper at $3,900 against the Philadelphia Eagles who can't guard me at the tight end spot. OK, I'm telling you right now, Austin Hooper is going to run rough shot all over those Philadelphia Eagles. So and again, you have to understand where I'm coming from here. And John knows this. I do not value the tight end in DFS whatsoever. So, well, I literally fill my lineup up in the, the last two spots is, is always a defense under twenty five hundred dollars and a tight end. It's very low budget because I spend all my money up top. I don't value it at all. So for me this is the perfect scenario, is Austin Hooper against a very, very bad Philadelphia Eagles team. And again, 3,900, he's going to score. He's going to get you. Listen, my line for Austin Hooper, seven for 65 and a touchdown. So you're getting 19 to 20 points to me this week from Austin Hooper for 3,900. It's John, that's a steal.
1: See, this is, these are the kind of picks where you'll be right. Yeah. I was on. I was on Austin Hooper last week, <laughs> the, playing against him. Think, look, you're going up against Houston, right. all right? Uh, Austin Hooper, this is his game. So now I got burned. I got that nasty taste in my mind. and I'm burned. like, no, Austin Hooper, no. <laughs> he was supposed to do it last week, no. So watch. I'll bet you any. I'm. You know what? I'm put. I'm putting Austin Hooper in the lineup right now. Yeah, oh, there I'm, you go. I'm, I'm filling it in, in because because Jigsaw is always right when it comes to some crazy stuff like this. So <laughs> I'm putting t- it in. I'm
0: like, damn, that Austin Hooper, i am telling you. Austin, that Austin Hooper, Jakeem Grant, they won me my DFS leg. So everybody just give me your money, man. Like, show me the money like Jerry Maguire.
1: Like, and, let's go. And Tony, I'll tell you what, I'm always a week too early. Yeah. And no matter what it is, it's like, I'm on it. I'm spot on it. And it's like, uh, you were a week early, buddy.
0: Well, right now... We, we have 10 minutes left in the episode, and, and this is fun. Uh, this is a little fun exercise that we do. We play fantasy roulette. Everybody's welcome to play. Okay, we have eight spots. We go two running backs, two receivers, two tight ends, two quarterbacks, and what we do is we pair them up. They're battles because, listen, we call this the fancy firebox because, listen, we like the heat. We want to put them in a the firebox, right? So, you know, I, I I put these graphics out Sunday. I'll tell you what, I take a lot of time on these graphics, so do me a favor. It, you know, throw a little like in there. Throw a tweet throw a comment to say hey screw you dude these suck or hey i really <laughs> like them I, whatever you want at least to show me that you're actually paying attention or you're actually watching man it'd be very very helpful uh, yeah, no. uh al says look al's mad because i picked the no not against us he's talking about austin hooper uh what well, rick check it rick before I the only way, Rick, that we're answering this question is if you start dropping that PGA fancy knowledge on us once a week for the Heat Ratio Sports Network, okay? Because I'm tired of hearing John talk about my man Rick is hit, killing it on a PGA scene, and he's not bringing it to us, okay? So we need a golf guide, so you are it, all right? So I'm telling you that now, we are it. Outside the box, Survivor Picks, he says. Wow, he's still in it. Look at Rick still. say this dude is a closet freak when it comes to sports knowledge. I love it. Uh, I'm still in it. He says, Chargers at home against the Jets or Vikings at home against the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah, you know what? That's I, I, Me, I'm going Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I don't trust that Vikings game. I don't know. Something. The Cowboys are going to win a game here tell you they're you're right they're they're gonna win a game we just talked about right. zeke we yep. talked about andy
1: dalton uh yep. i i i, I have a feeling i uh, uh no I'm, I'm with you chargers
0: yeah i'm going chargers i'm going so for that pick rick we want some fancy knowledge dropped on us next week get ready all right so we are going to jump into our fantasy roulette here. And in the comment section, give us who you want. We'll keep a tally. Uh, I don't have last week's. So I kind of got rid of it. And I didn't feel like listening to the episode again to get it. Uh run a little late. So we will do it for this week. But, again, we will start off right at the first guy we we're talking about. Who's in the fancy firebox this week, okay? We got Austin Hooper or Rob Gronkowski. Now, John, I will have to answer who I think is going to have the better week. So now I just want to know who you think is going to have the better week. Austin Hooper or Gronk. Mm. I'm,
1: who's Tampa Bay have? I'm drawing What's a blank. That? Who's Tampa Bay have? They're playing LA. Uh I'll I'll go Hooper because you got in my head.
0: Say, I got in your head. I like it. Uh, you got to go, Hooper, man. Hooper's going to have a big week, so I, I, I think for one hundred percent, we'll go on the other end of the spectrum here. Okay, we're going to go Noah Font. Okay, Noah Font against Miami or Hayden Hurst against the New Orleans Saints. Me. I'm going Hayden Hurst. I think Hayden Hurst has a really good week this week uh, against the really, – I know their defense is really good, but I think they're going to they're gonna find a way to shut down some of those receivers. I think Hayden Hurst is going to be open a lot. Across the middle, Demario Davis is going to be up trying to stop Todd Gurley. I think Hurst is going to have a decent week. John, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'll go Hurst. Ridley's still questionable to play, and Fant has uh, Brett Rippon thrown to him. So, uh, yeah, I'm Brett going Hurst. Riffing.
0: Brett ripping, I love it. I don't know uh, if
1: that's official, but
0: well, uh, again, this is a two. This is a Wednesday show. Yeah, a lot of things can change, right? We all know that. So it, it's just based on you know what, what we base on now is, is what it is, and then you just change it for your own for your own expertise when it comes up to uh, you know fruition. Uh so Al likes hers too. So Al's in uh, Gronk. Al says Gronk. Uh, he he's going all against Philly. You say screw Philly. That's my team. I'm going Gronk. Uh, so now we're going to get into receivers, Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman. Uh, we just talked about the, you know, Minnesota going up against Dallas, right? And, and then we have new Orleans. I, I mean, not new Orleans. We have uh the green Bay game, green Bay and in Indianapolis, Michael Pittman going up against green Bay. Me. I listen, Justin Jefferson is a boomer boss pet. I, I don't know what's going to go on in that game. Uh, but through a lot that I don't think last week, two touchdowns, uh, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I just think Dalvin Cook is going to run the ball a lot this week. I'm going to go Michael Pittman here. Uh, it's a little outside the box. I'm going to go Michael Pittman Jr.
1: Yeah, I think me too. I mean, that's a smart pick. The smart pick is they got to they got to keep up with Green Bay and their running attack, even though that's their MO, can't do it. And, yeah, if Minnesota does get up on Dallas, there ain't going to be much throwing. Um, let alone <laughs> choosing between him and Thielen. And, yeah, uh, it's the Alexander Madison show in the second half.
0: So I know where you might probably going here. Uh, I forgot to change the names. So uh, yeah, I
1: know. I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about the Justin Herbert in there. I apologize. Uh, it should, that should say Terry McLaren. Okay. But uh, Terry McLaren, okay, I, and, and we talked about him earlier. Okay, he's going against Vegas, but we – I mean, he's going against Cincinnati. But here's the thing. We we just don't know with the quarterback position what that's going to be. John likes Tyreek Hill already. I know he's got him in his DFS lineup uh, going against Vegas, and I think that's going to be a huge game for Andy Reid because all the stuff going on with him and Gruden. So, for me, I think there's no doubt about it is Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, I'm with Tyreek Hill as well. Um, Yeah, I did just acquire uh, McLaurin, though. I, so, listen, I, so I, so I, like Terry. I like Terry. I, I. have I not like Terry. liked Terry until I'm looking. You know, the past four games he's been getting double-digit targets. Yeah, all right, and that was my biggest concern was his his rapport with um with Dwayne Haskins when he was a starter, you know, and then Dwayne Haskins he, he you know once he got benched then it's like all right well you don't know because they were both um where'd they both go they were both Ohio State guys right yep. So, I mean, you got to put something to that. Well, who knows what McLaurin's going to do with another quarterback? And you know what? They've been looking at him. He is their uh, receiver of choice. So, but Tyreek Hill this week. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah. uh, Al Al says Hill, half the Rares' defense is out because of COVID. That's, that's, that is true. Uh, That's what happens, man. That's a good, that's a good point. Al on top, as always. Uh, Now, here's the real Justin Herbert. Okay, we got the real Justin Herbert making it making an appearance here, uh, you know, against the Jets or Lamar Jackson against Tennessee. This is an interesting one. Uh, I, me personally, even though you know we talked about this, Lamar Jackson is the higher rated quarterback in DFS. I'm gonna go Justin Herbert. I just think this kid has been exceptional right now. Uh, going against the Jets, they're a very bad football team. They've already waved in the white flag. I and, and this kid. Uh, everybody talked about him not being able to throw. He could throw hard, just has no accuracy. Uh, he Uh He's putting the, the skeptics to rest. So I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Ditto. I'm well, going we're, Herbert we're as we're well. We're agreeing a lot tonight. There's something wrong here, man. I, I know. Man, it's I not know. right.
1: Maybe you've been brainwashing me or
0: something. Uh, babe, I, I, you're, you're falling into the jigsaw hole, hole. You better be La, careful. Lamar Jackson that. is not
1: the Lamar Jackson of 2019. No, Plain and simple. Not. He's, He's not. not passing the ball in their in their running game. While it may still, I don't even know where they rank in the NFL. Probably first, but I mean that's splitting it between four people between Gus Edwards, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Dobbins, um, Ingram and Jackson. That's four guys. You know what I mean? That you're splitting it. He, you can't trust him to pass the ball. Period.
0: Yeah, Al, Al, Al says Herbert puts up thirty plus. I agree. Uh, Herbert is going to be my quarterback this week for DFS. Like I said, and I'm going Herbert all day long. I I, I like Herbert this week a lot. Uh, uh, here's an interesting one. Are we going to a time once again, to who, you know, we, I think we're going to trademark. Andre says we should trademark to a time. Cause we did come up with that. Okay. Are we going to a time in Denver? Or are we going James Winston against Atlanta? Here's an interesting one. I'm going to go James Winston. And I just think, like I keep saying that this is going to be a Winston week. If he, you know, if he is going to be the starter, which I expect him to be, I think he goes out there and he balls out, man. I do. I think he's bombs away. Uh no doubt about it, Jameis Winston for me. I agree. Well, oh, man. What, what is what going is on here? Did we
1: did we go opposite on anything? Like, is this entire week riding on one player matchup?
0: I it might be. I it. I I think the only. Th- oh my! Oh wow! This is crazy, man. You might have to flip back, dude. Yeah, I'll I tell guess. you. Yeah, I've, I've. I mean,
1: yeah, I we mean, we went Hooper. Hooper.
0: Yeah, you went Hooper. Okay, you went Hurst. Hurst. Oh, we went Pittman. Yep. You went Hill. Yep. You went Herbert. Yep. And you went Winston. Lynn. So we only got yep. two left, John. We only got two left right. here. That's fine. A, A, look, Al says he can't ever go Winston. <laughs> uh, A, A, he got his eyes fixed, though. Al, he's good. No, That's kid. Um. Uh, so now we're gonna go under and with the running backs.
1: Oh, here we go. This is where we differ.
0: This is so. <laughs> so we have Nick Chubb going up against Al's Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, or we have DeAndre Swift going up against Carolina Panthers. And, John, you know, you know Jigsaw's all DeAndre Swift, up. I'm going to get me a DeAndre Swift jersey. 100% I'm going DeAndre Swift because I think Chubb and Hunt are both going to split too much work in that game against Philly, and I think Swift's going to come out on top. I know you're going Chubb, aren't you? You're definitely
1: going Chubb. Give me the Chubby.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So there goes our difference. Okay, we have one difference. I think maybe this the final one could be a difference maker as well. Uh, we're gonna round this fantasy roulette edition out with Antonio Gibson from the Washington Football Team going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, or James Connor against the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a tough one for me, uh, but. I, I have to go Antonio Gibson. He was my, you know, James Conner to me just does not get enough volume anymore, in my opinion. I feel like, and it's not it's not because he has competition. I just don't think they run the ball enough anymore. Uh, Big Ben's constantly looking. They have three wide receiver weapons out there. They have Eric Ebron, which is the fourth guy. He just doesn't get the ball enough for me to trust him. So I'm going Antonio Gibson, another young and up-and-coming running back in the NFL. Ditto. Whoa! Wow, we close it out on a uh, John. All uh, one pick.
1: Everything you said is right. They they cannot run the ball effectively. No, and, and Connor, they continue to run him out wide, and he loses yardage. He must he must have four carries that got negative yards. They're they're not opening the holes. He's a north south runner, and he keeps trying to stretch the field. Whether that's where the call is, he's trying to bounce it out because there wasn't a hole. Don't know, but he has not been performing, and uh, Gibson has. Bottom line,
0: yeah. Well, Al's only call picks off as well. I mean, he he went Gronk. He goes. He 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 doesn't like he doesn't like that Cleveland connection. He wants nothing to do with Nick Chubb or Austin Hooper. Uh, so he so and, and he differs on us with Justin. He's got Justin Jefferson, but everybody else, uh, he's oh he can never go Winston. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell these points up next week and see how everybody goes. And Al, just so you know, uh, this would be the perfect week next week. Uh, I'll get with you and Andre, man. We, we got to do a uh, – I want to recap the N- NBA draft and talk about, you know, what moves the Sixers have made and uh, see if there's any other moves made. Hopefully, if we get a lot of trades next week, we'll pick a night and we'll do a little NBA draft recap, but everybody for listening to fancy firebox. We went an hour 30, little about 15 minutes over, which isn't too bad. A lot of interaction. Appreciate all the YouTube comments and Twitch comments. Follow us everywhere at heat ratio sports, YouTube, Instagram, uh, you know, at our anchor page for all our podcasts you can find a podcast iHeart radio iTunes Spotify Google Play Fox sports, the gambler you name it they're everywhere uh, just click on play man give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like tell us what you don't like and let us know how we do, too. So uh, we, we we love the following. We love what everybody's doing, and uh, we appreciate the support. So for John Coker, PGH, John 36, Tony J. Socatillo at Ticatillo 23, Heat Ratio Sports, Fancy Firebox, Week 11, good luck. Stay safe, stay healthy. And again, Sunday morning, keep it locked. Sunday service, 930 a.m., Fox Sports the Gambler. I will be there to take you for an hour up until kick call. Get ready for that fancy knowledge. Stay safe, stay, stay healthy and everybody, we will see you next <laughs>